When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and times will be no more In the morning breaks eternal light, bright and fair When the Satan first shall gather over on the shore When the road is called up yonder, I'll be there When the road is called up yonder When the road is called up yonder When the road is called up yonder When the road is called up yonder, I'll be there let us lay before the master from dawn till setting sun. Let us talk of his wonders, love, and care. Then when all the life is over, and our work on earth is done, and the road is told up yonder, I'll be there. When the road is told up yonder, when the road is told up yonder, when the road is told up yonder, I'll be there. When the road is told up yonder, I'll be there. Open the Bible study. In the midst of the adventure of the great trembling, a strange thing happened. King Saul and he sent his soldiers to chase the Philistines, forbidden to taste any food, till the setting of the sun. And he did this very strong manner, making a vow like to Jehoshaphat, like Giphas, that any man ate anything before the sun went down, the man must be put to death. Just as the day went on, the soldiers grew very hungry. At last they came to a, to a wood, and there were honeycombs lying upon the ground, but no man put his hand to his mouth, for he remembered, for they remembered the king's mouth, and King Jonathan, who saw the honey, and before anyone could stop him, he reached out a, a stick, and took some honey on the end of it, and put it in his mouth, for he knew nothing of the king's commandments. Now Jonathan was the king's son. Down there. And then the sun went down and after supper Saul said, 
Let's go down to Sidney but the priest forbid it. The priest said that there, there was sin in the temple. They must first find out who the sinner, find out the sinner and punish him as the king had vowed. Saul said, Come near now all the chiefs and let us, let us see where the sin has been this day. For as the Lord liveth through it in my, in my, in my jaws and my son, he shall surely die. But there was not a man among them that answered him. And then he said, Stand all one side, and I and I and Jonathan, my son, on the other side. And we will cast lots. And they casted lots, and Saul and Jonathan were taken. And cast lots between Saul and Jonathan, and Jonathan was taken. And then Saul said, My son, what have you done? And Jonathan answered, all, all I did was to taste a little honey at the end of a rod that was in my hand. And so, and so I must die, and so said, God, do so, for awful, awful, for surely, for, for thou, thou shalt surely, surely die, Jonathan. For both of all the people tried, so Jonathan die, who, who, who has wrought his great salvation in Israel, the, the hero of the battle, and the king's son shall die, God forbid, has the Lord lived. There shall be not one hair on his head fails to drown for the for for he has the for the rapid dawn this day. There shall not one hair fall to fall to the ground. He has the rapid dawn this day. The people rescued Jonathan, that he die not. Somehow, King Saul was ever the same man after that. It was as if a dreadful strain of that night half at this mind. Some of the time he was like himself, but there were days when he would speak to no one, their part thinking dreadful thoughts. Somehow King Saul, one day Saul, Samuel came to Saul, I have a message for you from the Lord. He wishes you to go to war, go to war with the men of Amalek. Now the Amalekites, were the oldest enemies of Israel. They lived down in, in Jerusalem in the desert and have been the first to attack the Israelites when they came out of Egypt. And since they, uh, uh, that, that they have been like wild prehistoric people in the days of our forefathers. They would dash up with bows and arrows and fire upon the villages of the Israelites and kill people. Now, now said Samuel, "You must go to war with these with the with these nasty people, and destroy them utterly. You must not leave any of them alive. You must destroy all that they have. That they have no more nation." So Saul marched against Amos and won a great victory, but did not do as Samuel told him. He spared King Adlet of the Amalites, and the best of the sheep and the oxen. And the rest came, uh, became a victorious, uh, with his victorious army, driving out the cattle before them, and bringing Adlet as a captive.
Tonight at the store, the word of the Lord came to Samuel. The Lord said, Saul has turned back from following me, as not performed my commandments. And grieved Samuel, and he cried unto the Lord all that night. And early in the morning, Samuel went to meet Saul, and Saul greeted him and said, Blessed art thou, the Lord, I performed the commandments of the Lord. And Samuel said, What then is the mean of the bleeding of the sheep in my ears, and the bellowing of the oxen I hear? And Samuel said, the, pe the people spared the best of the sheep and the oxen to sacrifice them to the Lord. And, and, and Saul said, and then Samuel said to Saul, stop, let me tell you what the Lord said to me last night. And Saul said, stay on, and Samuel said, the Lord sent you on a journey to go and destroy the sinners, the Amorites. Why did you not obey? And Saul said, I obeyed the Lord, except that the people brought Ebed and the king and oxen to sacrifice them to the Lord. And Samuel said, As the Lord had great delight in burnt offerings and in sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. And to hearten the fat the man, so if thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected thee from being king. And Saul fell down before Samuel and tried, Forgive me, O Lord. Lord, forgive me, I sinned. But Samuel turned to away, and Saul took the hold of his cloak. And Samuel said, Thou hast, thou hast the Lord torn from me the kingdom of Israel this day. And Saul tried, Do not tell the people. Honor me now, I pray thee, in the sight of the people. And to this Samuel consented. He went with Saul in his own hands, and healed Ada in the pieces before the Lord. But on that same day he saw another king who set Israel, over Israel in place of Saul. Bible verses. Now it can happen one day that Jonathan, the son of Saul, said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let's go over to the Philistine garrison that's on their side. But he did not tell his father. And Saul was sitting in the upstairs of Judea under a pomegranate tree, which is in Micheron. And the people that were with him, 
There was about 600 men. And the son of Adah, Ithabod's brother, the son of Phineas, the son of Eli, the large priest, in Shiloh, was wearing an ephod, but the people did not know that Jonathan had gone. Between the passes, Jonathan thought to go over to the Philistine garrison. There was a shop rock on one side, and a rock on the other side, and the name of one was Bohaz, Bosis, and the other name was Sinia. And the front of the place, north upwards, was there. It was opposite Mishlet, and southward was opposite Gippius. And then Jonathan said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let's go over to Darren and see if he's uncircumcised. Maybe that the Lord will work for us, for nothing restrains the Lord from saving many, or by, or by few. And with iron bearers said to him, Do all this in your heart. So then, here I am with you according to according to your heart. And then Jonathan said, Very well, let us cross over to these and show ourselves to them. And if I say do the thus to us, Wait until we come to you, then we will stand in your place and not go up, not go up again, go up to them. But if they saw this come up to us, then we will go up, for the Lord has delivered them into our hand, and this will be a sign to us. Now some of them showed themselves to the garrison of the Philistines. Now both of them showed themselves to the garrison of the Philistines, and the Philistines said, Look, the Hebrews are coming out of the hole where they have hidden. And the man of the garrison called to Jonathan, as armor bearer, said, Come up to us, and we will show you something. Jonathan said to his armor, Come up after me, for the Lord has delivered them into the hands of Israel. And Jonathan climbed up on his hands and knees with his armor, after, bearer after him, and they fell before Jonathan. And after he came up, his arm bearer killed them. The first slaughter, which Jonathan and his arm bearer made, with about 20 men, and about a half an acre of land. And they are trembling in the camp and field among the people, the garrison. The raiders trembled, and the earth quit. So it was a great trembling. Now the watchmen of, of Saul and, and Gippius of Benjamin looked, and there was a multitude mounting there. And they went, and they went here and there. And Saul said to the people who were with him, Now tell us the roll and see who has gone from us. And when they told the roll, Gladly they got that his arm bearer were not there. Saul said to Ephraim, Bring the ark of God here. For at the time of the ark of God, God was at the children of Israel. Now as it happened, when Saul talked to the priest, and the noise was in the camp of 
of the Philistines continued to increase. So Saul said to the priest, Withdraw your hand. And then Saul and all the people that were with him assembled, and they went to battle. And indeed, every man's sword was against his neighbor. And there was great confusion. Moreover, the Hebrews who were with the Philistines before that time went up with them into a camp from the surrounding country, also joined the Israelites who were with Saul and Jonathan. Likewise, all the men of Israel who had hidden in the mountains of Ephraim, when they heard that the Philistines fled, they were followed follow hard after them in battle. So the Lord saved Israel that day, and the battle shifted to, to Bethabian. And the men of Israel were distressed that they foresaw and placed the people under an oath, saying, Turn to any man who ate any food until evening before I take the vengeance on my enemy. So none of the people tasted any food. Now all the people of the land came into a forest, and there was honey on the ground. And when the people had come to the woods, there was honey dripping, but no one put his hand on his mouth, for the people feared the oath. But Jonathan had heard, had heard his father's charge and spoke and spoke with the oath, with the with the uh, with with the uh, uh, not heard his father's charge, the people with with the oath. Therefore, he stretched out the end of his rod, which was in his hand, and dipped it in a honeycomb. And he put his hand to his mouth, and and his and his countenance brightened. Then what the people said. Your father strictly charged the people with the oath, saying, Cursed is the man who eats the food this day. And the, uh, the, the people were faint. And Jonathan said, My father has uh, troubled the land. Look, now my conscience is, br is bright because I tasted a little bit of honey. How much better the people eat freely today at the spoil of their enemies, which they found. There would not have been a greater a greater slaughter among the Philistines. And they had disembarked the Philistines that day from Mishmash to Ephraim, so the people were faint. And the people rushed up. On the spoil, and took the oxen and the cows and slaughtered them on all the ground, and the people ate them with the blood. And they told Saul, saying, Look, the people are sitting against the Lord by eating with the blood. He said, You have dealt treacherously. Roll a large stone to me this day. And then Saul said, Disperse among yourselves among the people, and say to them, Bring every man's oxen and every man's sheep, and slaughter them here. And eat, and do not sin against the Lord, by evil of the blood. So every one of the people brought his ox with him, and that night slaughtered uh, slaughter it there. Then Saul built an altar to the Lord. This was the first altar Saul ever built to the Lord. Now Saul said, Let us go down after the Philippines by night and plunder them unto morning, and let us not leave a man, uh, a man among them. And he said, Do whatever seems good to you. Then the priest said, Let us draw near to God, near to God here. Mm -hmm. 
This is First Samuel chapter 14. We're going to go chapter 15 as he lives. So I laid down after his little things, and he delivered them to the hands uh, of Israel. But he did not answer in that day. And Saul said, Come over here, all you seats of the people, and know that this is why the sin was today. As the Lord lives, who saved Israel? Be it in Jonathan, my son, he shall surely die. But not as a man among the people answered. Not a man among the people answered him. And he said to all, <laughs> said to all of Israel, You be on the side, and my son Jonathan and I will be on the other side. And people said to Saul, Do what seems good to you. Therefore Saul said to the Lord of Israel, Give a perfect lot. So Saul and Jonathan were taken up, but the people escaped. And Saul said to Jonathan, Cast lots between my son and me. So Jonathan was taken. And Saul said to Jonathan, Tell me what you've done. Jonathan told him, all I had, all, He said, all, all I tasted was a little honey at the end of the rod that was in my hand. So now I must die? And Saul answered, do so, do so, Donna, more also, for you so sorely died, die, Jonathan. But the people said to Saul, So Jonathan die, who was accomplished this great deliverance in Israel? Certainly not. The Lord lives, but one hair of his head shall fall to the ground, for he has worked with the Lord this day. So the people rescued Jonathan, and he did not die. And then Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, and the Philistines went to their own place. So Saul established his sovereignty over Israel, fought against all the enemies uh, on every side, against the Molhites, against the people of Ammon, against Edian, against the king of Sulphur, against the Philistines. Wherever he turned, he harassed them. They dared the army attacked the Amalites, delivering Israel into the hands of the delivering Israel from the hands of those who plundered them. The sons of Saul were Jonathan, Jishti, and Metala. The names of his two daughters were were these. The name of his firstborn was Merak, and the younger was Mikael. The name of Saul's wife was Ephraim, the daughter of Ephraim. The name of the commander of his army was Abner, the son of Ner, Saul's uncle. Kish was the father of Saul, and Ner was the, Abner, was the, was the father of Abner, was the son of Abel. And there was a fierce war with the Philistines all the days of Saul. When Saul saw any strong or sunny man, he took, it, he took him for himself. Now, here we go. That was First Samuel chapter 14. We're going into 15 now. Saul said, Samuel said to Saul, The Lord has sent me to anoint you king over, over his people, over Israel. Therefore, heed the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I will punish the, the Amalek for what he has done to Israel. How he ambushed him on his way when he came up from Israel. Now, don't attack Amalek. Finally destroy all of them that, uh, that they have, and do not spare them. We'll kill them. But kill both man and woman, 
infinite mercy child, oxen and sheep and, and, and camel and donkey. So Saul gathered all the people together and numbered them in Kibrin, 200,000 foot soldiers and 10,000 men of Judea. And Saul came to the city of Amalek and laid him wait in the valley. Then Saul said to the Canaanites, Go to part down and run to Amalek, lest I destroy you with them. For you show for you for you show kindness. For you show kindness. So all the children of Israel, when they came out of Egypt, and Canaanites departed from among the Amalekites, and Saul shot the Amalekites from Hebron all the way to shore, shore which is east, east of Egypt. He took Ava, the king of the Amalekites, alive, and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and his people stirred Amalekites and the best of the sheep and the oxen and the fatlings and the lambs and all that was good, and they were all willing to destroy, uh, and were all willing to destroy them. But everything despised, worthless, that they were utterly destroyed. Now the word, the word of the Lord came to Saul, saying, Greatly I regret that I have made Saul as king, for he has turned back from following me. And he has performed, and he has outperformed my commandments, and greatly grieved Samuel. And he cried out to the Lord all night. And then when Samuel arose early in the morning to meet, to greet Saul, It was told. It was told Samuel saying, "Saul went up to Tarmel, and indeed he set himself a monument up for himself. And he had gone on around and passed by and gone down to Judah. And then Samuel went to Saul, and Saul said to him, Blessed are you, the Lord. I perform the commandments of the Lord.' But Samuel says, "And what that bleating of the sheep in my ears, and the and the and the bellowing." And the bellowing of, of, of the oxen I hear. And then Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalek, for the people spared the best of the sheep and the oxen to sacrifice to the Lord God. The rest we have utterly destroyed. And then Samuel said to Saul, Be quiet. I will tell you what the Lord said to me last night. And he said to him, Speak on. So Samuel said, when you were little in your own eyes, were you not head of the tribes of Israel? And did not the Lord anoint you king over Israel? Now the Lord sent you on a mission, and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they were consumed. Why then did you not obey the voice of the Lord? Why did you sweep down on the spoil? And do the evil in the sight of the Lord. And Saul said to Samuel, But I but I obeyed the voice of the Lord. I've gone on the mission which the Lord sent me and brought 
But when Abraham detained the Amalekites, I destroyed the Amalekites, but the people took up the plunder. The sheep and the oxen and the best of things which could have been utterly destroyed to, sa to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gibeah. So Samuel said, "Has the Lord uh, has the Lord great this, uh, delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices?" Having uh, obeyed the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than to sacrifice, and to heed the, the fat than the rams. For rebellion is in the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness, as it is in it to be idly. Because he has rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. And then Saul said to him, I sinned, for I transferred the commandments of the Lord, of the Lord in your words, that I feared that the people and destroyed their voice. Now therefore, please pardon my sin and return with me, that I may worship the Lord. But Samuel said to Saul, I will not return you, for you have not rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you from being king of Israel. Now Samuel turned around. Always, Saul seized the edge of, of his robe and tore it. So Samuel said to him, "The Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you, from you today, and given it to your neighbors. It is better than you." And so the strength of Israel will not lie nor relent. He is not a man. Uh, he is not a man that he should repent. And he said, "I have sinned. Yet honor me now, please, before the elders of my people and before Israel. Return with me, that I may worship the Lord your God." So Samuel returned with Saul, and Saul worshipped the uh, the Lord the Lord. And then Samuel said, Bring Adlat, the king of the Amalekites, here to me. And Adlat came to him possibly. And Adlat said, Surely the bitterness of death is past. But Samuel said, As your sword has made women childless, so your mother be childless among women. And Samuel hacked Adlat into pieces before the Lord in Jadel. Then Samuel went up to Rabbah, and Saul went up to his house at Gibbon the Saul. And Samuel went, went no more to see Saul until the day of his death. Nevertheless, Saul mourned for, Samuel mourned for Saul, and the Lord regretted that he had ever made Saul king over Israel.
Jesus, help us and protect us and take care of us. Stay warm and safe, all. Talk to you later. Bye.